Flat Black Plastic Mutiny Radio FM, the 20th Street Noise Pop Block Party Edition. We got a band coming in, Pity Party. They're coming in maybe half hour or so. So if you're listening live, stick around. Even if you're putting it, if you're listening in the future, if you don't like what you hear, go forward a little because then you'll get to hear people talk about making music. Maybe we'll play their music. And we also need money because everything here is falling apart and we did a lot of duct tape, a lot of staples. We're gonna get a psychotic reaction.
Happy Halloween, everybody. This song is called Licks. All right.
Check, check, microphone. 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 Oh my god, Hey folks, this is Flat Black Plastic on Mutiny Radio dot FM. We have the pity party for here for their appearance at the uh, Noise Pop Festival, the 20th Street Block Party, and they're going to be playing at what time? 4:45. 4:45 military time. That's 4:45. If you're in my military, and uh, <laughs> they uh, are here, they brought a record. You just heard them play, and uh, we're gonna ask them how they feel as Bay Area natives. They represent rock or punk rock, as far as what it means to be from the Bay Area. They're good to ask. Anyone, do you, you, is that a bad question? No, no, no that's, a, that's a good question. Um, but gotta be honest, I think. You're the only one that's not from the Bay. Oh, I guess Dustin's you not from the Bay Area. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm from the Bay Area. Do you feel like you have to defend it? Do you feel like you have to defend it being from here because a lot of people hate this area? Do people hate this area? I, I don't know. I've, heard, I've only heard a little bit of hate. Yeah, I think from the Bay Area, else, from elsewhere. Us. If you go on tour and go outside of this area, do people go, oh, tech is bad, San Francisco is bad, you're left-wing, Trump is good? Do you guys <laughs> go on tour and get that? Uh, we get that just as California as a whole, though. Really? I think everyone yeah. just hates our uh, accent and stuff, <laughs> and just our, the whole, I think the whole state, everyone's like, oh, you're from California, but... <laughs> do you feel northern and southern california should be separate <laughs> no, I separate legally n- no no they're i don't feel strongly one way or another yeah. yeah, i find with all of california i think socal's pretty chill socal's cool what is the what is the last song that you guys each of each of you people listened to before coming in here if you that you remember um i think we listened to electric avenue all right we're gonna play another pity party song
Flappy Like Plastic, you're listening to Pity Parties, the band that we're interviewing here. We just played their song, and I'm going to check next time for, so I can name the song that we played because I forgot it. And one of them will know it. Yes. Thanks, Sinatra. There we go. I remember that when I was looking up the band online, I was, said, Dank Sinatra, that sounds like a total weed dealer's name. <laughs> Dude, you got to go see my friend Dank Sinatra. <laughs> so what, what, is, what are your guys' favorite things about going on tour, and what are your least favorite things? When I say guys, I mean folks. I mean people. I don't want to be offensive in any way, in gen- that way. Yeah, I mean, okay, I'll go first. Um, <laughs> say, say your name so they know you. Oh, this, is, this is Bob. Um, and <laughs> I guess uh, my favorite things about going on tour are, like, going places I haven't been before or going places that I really love that I have been before. Um, like just also, being tourist? Like you're yeah, checking tourist. out a town as a tourist? Oh, yeah, I love touristy shit. Bob is the biggest tourist. Oh, the also, biggest. the calmest member of Pity Party. <laughs> um, do you do photos? Do you have a, like a website where people go, "Oh man, that's what whatever that town looks like." Not really. I don't take too many photos. I just stare at stuff. <laughs> you take photos up here. Yeah. It matters. Yeah. Um, also, uh, people that we interact with when we're on tour tend to be pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Love meeting new people in the scenes that we play in. Everywhere we go. Do you guys have a favorite town, each of you, where you go, oh, man, I can't wait to get to that place because it's it, we always get treated right there? Albuquerque. Yeah, Albuquerque. Albuquerque, New Mexico. And why is it? Why Albuquerque? We have some really good friends that run a DIY collective called Fly Honey Warehouse. They do a lot of support and advocacy in their community, and they cook for us every time we're there. Um, they provide Dustin with four locos. Not by choice. Not by choice. Minus the bear slime? I think any time four loco is involved, it's the yeah. gesture that, that counts. Oh my that's god, all, that's crazy. I didn't know that. Yeah, and his Instagram is, is absence party. And oh it's my god, all a minus the bear reference. I love that. Yeah. Minus the bear slime. Hell yeah. And where else do we like? There's a lot of places. I don't know. We like everywhere, I think, now. Yeah, <laughs> Honestly, too. I just like seeing. Yeah, there's there's no not really a place that we're like, oh fuck, we gotta go there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, actually, what like, was that one place? Um, was it Wichita or something? Yeah, Wichita. Oh, we, uh, we hate Wichita. We, we love the <laughs> people. I've been I've been to about half the states, and it always freaks me out going to Denver because I can only I can see Kansas. I don't even. I've never been to Kansas. I just know when I see that flatness, I go, "Whoa, fuck! That goes on forever. That's not the ocean." I love Denver. They have that big horse, that big blue horse. That's what I'm saying. That's yeah. as far. Yeah, and the airport, middle that Denver I'll go. airport conspiracy. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. great. Also, that City O City restaurant. Yeah, pretty rad. Yeah. What is it? City O City restaurant? Yeah, 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 it's like a vegan uh, breakfast place in yeah. Denver. In Denver, Colorado. Killer vegan chicken and waffles. Yeah. Shout out. Shout out to City of City. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, is, what is you guys' favorite food in the Mission neighborhood or in with the neighborhood that you live? Um, Taqueria Vallarta is super good. It's on Mission, but I can't remember the cross street. I just used to live like a couple miles from it. So. Very good. 
What, what about this? We're, we'll take a vote. Taco versus burrito. Uh-oh, that's a tough one. Uh, that is a tough Can one. Can I vote for both? I, I like, I think I'm a burrito person. Do you, do you eat the whole burrito or do you save half after you eat half, after you eat the first half? No, I have no self-control. I'll just eat the whole thing. Yeah. One sitting. And One you sitting. still weigh 100 pounds and you're six feet tall. How does that happen? <laughs> how old, first of all, how old are all of you? <laughs> how old are all of you? Um, I'm, I'm 27. My name is Dustin. Did you hear that, officer? Could you say that in the mic one more time? Uh, Dustin. Can you say that? I am 27. <laughs> Pink and hair. I have pink hair, and I'm six feet tall, apparently. No. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. Yeah. Sitting down. <laughs> very tall torso. Yeah. No legs. No legs. I mean, like, very no, small actually, legs. I have, I have long dancer's legs. Yeah. You know. <laughs> um, you that the dancer's actually... legs help with your stage antics? <laughs> stage I would say... He's got a real wide power stance. Yeah. The, the, the widest dance? power stance <laughs> on this, this side of the Mississippi. Any wide. <laughs> is power stance like when you just... Just put your feet real far apart. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, I think who has the best one is Billy Zoom from X. You haven't seen me. <laughs> you haven't seen six feet of legs and no torso. Wait, when did you become no torso and all legs? Oh, is that what happened? I thought you were all, I, I thought I thought you were all torso. Legs. Maybe no, you're I, just six feet of torso, six feet of legs. Yeah, I love Denver. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> also, there's just five people named Dustin that are all 27 in this band. For sure. Yeah. All right, we're we're going to play yeah. another song. <laughs> uh, n- and all the people that you heard just talking will play this at 445 this afternoon at 19th and Alabama, which is in the Sunny Mission District in San Francisco, California. It it's, doesn't cost money, correct? It is free. It is free like our souls and our minds and this music. And if you don't go down there, you risk judgment. <laughs> we are all Dustin. I got a lot of sweat on my neck. Okay. Thank you. 
how how important is marijuana to your guys' music? <laughs> whatsoever i'm a school teacher <laughs> do not but it's advocate. A well if no, you're we an adult you definitely make your own choices but if you are a child your brain is still developing <laughs> you make your own choices too <laughs> but le- but prescription is okay Pre- prescription drugs do they affect your music um yeah prescription drugs Oh, I guess like so, yeah. Like yeah. Yeah. So. Does antidepressants count? Yes. Um, in yeah. a positive way or a negative way? In a positive way, yeah. Uh, advocate for if people are comfortable with it, getting. Um, you Totally, there is like no uh, shame and there shouldn't be stigma in mm-hmm. seeking help for mental health um, and getting yourself to a baseline point where you can keep your head above water and have normal reactions that other people get to experience. Yes. Um, so it's totally. Yeah, we are. We're definitely an antidepressant, pro-antidepressant band. Yeah. But do you feel that because of the way the drug companies work, that they get people who would want to be hooked on something that would make them okay, that they give them something opiate-based to just make them quiet? Do you think that's a problem with prescription? With benzos, yes. Yeah. I just know because when I took a bunch of painkillers when I broke my leg, I stopped early, and they said, don't do that. And I said, why the fuck not? I don't want to get hooked on this shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then when you do, men- isn't it, if I remember correctly, when you do drugs that affect your brain, you have to wane yourself off very slowly mm-hmm. and then stop yeah. completely, which is when you're most fucked up if you are taking those. And then you have to go slowly back up on another yeah. one. So That's it's just tapering. And yeah, you, you, it do, do, you, do you just taper until you find something good? Is that what it is now? Yeah, usually you'll, you'll work with your psychiatrist to figure that out. But you, if you just stop cold turkey, you're going to have a weird fucking time. It's not going to be good. But that's more with like daily stuff, not like in the moment. Like what about what about? Do you think psychedelics have anything to do with <laughs> mental treatment? Yeah. Like, uh, I'm saying psychedelics that are made uh, from the ground, like mushrooms. Yeah, not, like not like, lab. Yeah, like microdosing psilocybin. Totally, that works for some people. Oh my god! Don't tell your students that. Okay, I'm not telling my students that. Yeah, I'm not. Just for adults. I just want to be clear. I'm the good teacher. You're <laughs> the bad teacher. I'm the bad teacher. You are the, not the bad teacher. You're a great teacher. You're just the the bad influence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm the goody teacher. <laughs> teacher. Do you guys have any other records coming out? Yeah, we actually uh, have a full length. That was a stock question. I just pulled it out of the question band book. It's <laughs> a great it question. It out, yeah. um, because we do have a record that will be coming out next year called Concrete. Um, it's a record that we just finished recording, um, and it's kind of like a it was kind of a therapy piece um, and hopefully it helps bring other people some solace and comfort Um, it largely circles material around sexual violence um, and how to support yourself and others through sexual violence and what those feelings feel like Um, and so hopefully it finds some other people a little less alone in their trauma well yeah I think that's a, a, a lot of people don't realize what creativity can do to curb any sort of mental problems and use artistic creation as as therapy and it's just i think the fact that it's unrecognized is really horrible and i think that even though your guys music isn't overtly you know it's not like you're on a label distributed by some company that you know has a hospital you the fact that you guys are recognizing that and you're saying that your creation wants to go out and keep making things positive i think is makes me proud to know that you guys are doing it because if you guys are doing it that means that there's got to be hundreds and thousands of other people that when they hear you and you say this is what I'm doing, they'll do that like the Velvet Underground or Sex Pistols or whatever. 
and that's the intent and the hope is that people will take action because right now I mean it's 2019 and we live in a country that's really bad for a lot of people and gives a lot of people really shitty circumstance there is not equality in this country there's not comfort for a lot of people and there aren't even basic needs for a lot of people and so like hopefully if like you know, we show by action that support is positive and like helps a community, then like other people will support their communities and that like we can act and negate what's been happening. Like we as a whole society can act and negate what's happening. And w- w- do you guys put out your own record so you can say what you want? Um, we have done distribution through record labels. Sorry, that I'm mostly talking. Um, but uh, we've done distribution through record labels, but we do um, definitely make sure that we have all of the autonomy over our material. Uh, we own all of our material, and we find and you just tell that them that from square us. one. They, yeah. You know, if you're going to put this record out, you, it's like getting final cut on a movie. Yeah, and I think we're realizing that, like, not only do we need um, like our artistic uh, freedom, uh, but also people that are like politically um, like-minded to us is how we would like to carry out in the future. Is just making sure that we're working with record labels that have the same intent as us, working with booking agents that have the same intent as us, people that want to see positivity spread, people that want to see people be supported. Because um, it's as it's we've realized it's the most important thing to us that it's like we need people to stand behind us and with us. Yeah, yeah. What do you guys ever play at Gilman? Are you too big to play there? No, we totally play at Gilman. <laughs> play at Gilman um, actually mm-hmm. kind of a lot. Yeah, we play Gilman a lot. Uh, we volunteer there. Um, I've been going there since I was like 11 years old. Um, Legally. Yeah. Well, you were allowed to go there at 11. Yeah, I, don't, I yeah. think there's no age limit. Yeah, there's no age limit. Yeah, there's never. I've been seen an age 11 year old. I've seen multiple 11 year olds there. Um, yeah, and it's great. Like my students love Gilman. It's like it's a great place. I mean, it was a great place for me as a kid. It offered me a lot of support in a time where I feel like I didn't have a lot of stability comfort are there other places at in like in denver that are like gilman where they're all ages and they're very supportive <laughs> of the community about denver? <laughs> no um i there is um like really i forgot place. the name of it oh I, seventh circle oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah i'm like circle. we don't really okay. know too much about denver because we've only been there twice I got to the, the last major city you mentioned yeah but seventh circle seventh is circle, a great yeah. uh, all ages space there and where is seventh seventh circle in Denver. Seven circle of Denver. I tell if you're joking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, or I don't get the reference. I know I know a Dante and the, the levels. You're saying Denver is hell. <laughs> With that blue Hello one. Denver. <laughs> let's let's hear another pity party song. <laughs>
The microphone is up. You you had your chance to ha choose a question that I would ask you that you that I didn't come up with, and the one I came up with was, "Who are you? What is your name? You don't have to give your last name. You can give a f fake name if you're in trouble with the law. And what instrument that you play for the band pity in the band Pity Party, please." Uh, yeah, my name is Dustin. I play guitar. And Bass guitar. <laughs> Um, I, I play the, the, the normal guitar. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, my name is Dustin, and I also play the guitar. 
and bass uh, guitar though. Bass guitar. Four string. Four of them. My name is Dustin, and I play the guitar. What, what, are, you, what are you guys doing? <laughs> my name is Dustin, and I play guitar. Uh, my name is actually Dustin, and I play the drums. <laughs> and my name is Dustin. <laughs> and these people, they make me come with them. And I don't know what they, what they make me do. They say, you call yourself Dustin, and you have to go on stage and play this thing and it, you plug it in and make a noise that cause problems with my head. That's <laughs> <laughs> all of us. That's all of us. <laughs> and uh, what, 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 tell us about the origins of the name Pity Party. Or if it was a second choice, did you have any other choices besides Pity Party? It was the first choice. It was the first choice, um, yeah. It actually came from your guys' full U.S. tour with Place Called Home. Uh, three bands were formed. There was like a big plot line. Uh, there was Pity Party, Popular Kids, and Awful House. Yep. Uh, and it was like each member of the band that they were touring in had decided they wanted to start a side project. Uh, and the popular kids were going to be mean to Pity Party, and they were going to eat at the Awful House, and it was like a it whole a plot whole line. Um, and none of those bands ended up playing music or doing anything, and we just decided to be stubborn and play a bunch of music. And so they were just like, they turned into gangs? Perhaps. I don't know what they're doing now. <laughs> you could say that. <laughs> <laughs> they, they may be. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> Dustin, what do you think? <laughs> we yeah, gangs. <laughs> what about if, to why is the record called Concrete? Um, the uh, it's a very dark um, subject matter. Um, but uh, to keep it vague and brief, to not make uh, like elicit any trauma from anyone, um, it comes from a story um, of a girl that was um, abused and um, she was encased in concrete. Um, and the story is called Cement Girl, um, but I didn't in want- In while she was alive? Um, she was tortured and murdered and then uh, encased in concrete. And so um, I didn't want to name it Cement Girl so people would think about that story, but I wanted to still like give honor to that story. Um, and so Concrete was like a parallel name to it. I did not keep that vague. I'm very sorry if that was uncomfortable for anyone. I think that's a great story. That I, that's the kind of thing that I like. I said I didn't really plan a bunch of questions, and to get that response is just. I feel like if I was on TV or something more popular than this, I would go yes. I mean, I still did a yes, but it was like a small yes, not like a Fox News yes. But I was like that. That's a great story, and I just thought of that question. Does anybody have anything else that might fit that description where you would say, oh, I have this awesome story and I've always wanted to tell on the radio?
said no more war this boy george there reminding us that war is stupid and people are stupid and love means nothing in some strange quarters i think we find ourselves cornered in one of those strange quarters at this time in history that was the war song culture club from uh, the album Waking Up with a House on Fire, and that was 1984, the war song. Before that, from Molly, Salif Kita, and the uh, 1989 album Koyan, Koyan, and we heard the track Yada, Salif Kita from Molly. Before that, from the Congo, playing their electrified lakembes. Uh, Lakembe is like a large uh, thumb piano. And the band is Konono Number no. 1. They have been around and making extraordinary music since the 1960s and have recently experienced quite a resurgence in popularity. The album uh, from which I took those two selections is from 2010. It's named Assume Crash Position. <laughs> and we heard... Uh, Mama Nobana and the short opening selection there, Thin Legs. Konono number one here on the morning train with your sole driver, J.D. Buell. Next stop, Caldera, Oregon.
You are listening to The Morning Train on mutinyradio.fm and .sf. And this is J.D. Buell, and that was The Range. The album is named Potential, and the artist behind that name is James Hinton, who wrote all the music and produced the album Potential. From what I have read, he found vocalists on YouTube and was able to write music and adapt their voices to original compositions. That one was named Florida. It's a 2016 album, Potential, by The Range. Before that, from last year, Battles and their album, Lottie Dottie. The song was Nonviolence. How fitting. Nonviolence was the track, Lottie Dottie, The Battles. Before that, Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs from 2009. The album was It's Blitz. And we heard Soft Shock from the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs. Before that, a group named Aborigine. And the track was Ur Kutalo, most likely from 2002. I don't know a lot about the history of that particular track. Aborigine is the group Ur Kutalo, is what we heard. And that set began with another album from 2016, Laura Gibson's new album, Empire Builder. We heard the track Caldera, Oregon. Well, back after a few weeks, we're going to head into some music from our friend Joe Strummer and the Mescaleros.
take a break from the social isolation and come out to All Jokes, the daytime outdoor comedy show at All Good Pizza in Bayview on Saturday, August 22nd at 3 p.m., where Drea Myers hosts a super funny lineup of comedians. Grab some brick oven pizza and enjoy the show in an outdoor courtyard with plenty of room to be physically distanced. See you soon at All Good Pizza for this tremendous outdoor comedy show at 1605 Gerald Avenue in the Bayview. That's all jokes at Good Pizza with Drea Myers, Saturday, August 22nd at 3 p.m. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me sea dogs and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-face McRat. <laughs> My name is Breakfast, and I'm running for Chancellor of the United States of America. For too long, we have gone without a Chancellor who is willing to take bold leaps of faith and logic to create new possibilities for our great, big, fat nation. As your Chancellor, I will balance the budget on the head of a pin, give entertaining speeches, have scandalous affairs, Write strongly worded letters to unpopular foreign leaders. Look good on camera. End all hunger, crime, abuse, war, disease, disasters, sadness, depression, oppression, repression, suppression, transgression, obsession, expression, impression, regression, and digression by signing pieces of paper that express my disapproval of such things. And... Invest in an American flag pin to be worn prominently on my stylish jackets. It's time to work together to take the country back from us and return it to ourselves. It's time to turn this country around and drive it into opposing traffic. It's time to take a chance on the Chancellor. Italian, and we brought you fascismus with Mussolini, and before that, the Romans. So if you think you live in a fascist country, well, you do. Antitrump.com is the antivirus to the Trump virus. It started in 2016 with two sketches and a dream for a better America. No one thought it would be this bad. He was a 70-year-old yammering nimrod. How bad could it possibly be? We are now in a global pandemic without adequate leadership. Individual politics are not important. We need to rally behind curing the Trump virus. 
go to antitrump.com. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be like in front of an audience, like other than like squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Well, shoot. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! <laughs> 